Well, hello, and welcome back to the YouTube Power Hour podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. And if you're new, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the community. If you have a YouTube channel, you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel, or you've been on YouTube for years, then this is the place for you. This is a place for you to hear amazing stories of wonderful YouTube creators who are sharing their secrets to success and pulling back the curtain to reveal what it's really like to be a full-time, full-fledged YouTuber. And to my returners, welcome. Thank you for tuning in week after week. And like I asked, at the beginning of almost every podcast episode, if you haven't left a review for me on iTunes, then what are you waiting for? I would so, so appreciate it. It really helps with growing the podcast and getting these stories and all this information out to more and more people. And if you are listening to the podcast and you want to snap a pic and share it on your stories and tag me, I will return the love and regram you or regram, restore you. Is that how do you even say it? restore you? <laughs> and um, share it because I love, love seeing you guys listening to the podcast, how it's helped you, how it's inspired you. I mean, it means so much to me. I get emails, DMs, on Instagram, on Facebook. I get comments all the time of people telling me how the podcast helped them start their channel or helped them get the motivation and courage to get started or to help them when they were in a funk or just thought they might quit and now they're, they're doing it again. So thank you for all those of that have left those messages to me. I read every single one of them and it really is what keeps me doing what I'm doing. So if you um, are inspired, then I would love to see your post. So today's guest is Amy Serrano. Amy is a 28-year-old wardrobe stylist turned YouTube content creator from Los Angeles, California. Amy began uploading beauty and fashion content on her YouTube channel towards the end of 2016, less than two years ago. Through her charismatic personality and unique voice, she has created a very encouraging and positive space for people to come have fun and learn a little bit about beauty and fashion. With a degree in fashion merchandising and time spent working in the industry, she's able to bring all of that knowledge to her channel and share her styling and fashion advice and tips in a fun, casual, and informative way. Amy currently has roughly 280,000 subscribers and over 15 million video views. So you heard that right. She just started her channel at the end of 2016, and she already has nearly 300,000 subscribers in less than two years. So that's pretty crazy. We dive into that. So this is an episode that I'm sure you're going to love. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Mwah. Well, hello, Amy. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. Okay. So before we dive into all the hard questions, the first thing that I always ask people when they first come onto the show is, what inspired you to get onto YouTube? I oh, I mean, I've been watching YouTube for a while. So anytime I would watch it, I'd always be like, I want to do that, you know, just seeing other girls do it. And yeah, that pretty much inspired me to start my own. So take us back to that time when you say uploaded your first YouTube channel or were you thinking about you know, going into YouTube? Like what was happening in your life at that moment and and kind of what what exactly prompted you to upload that video? Well, I was a wardrobe stylist. Um, I did a lot of assisting and as an assistant, you kind of don't have your own, like I could never really claim jobs as my own, right? Like I was always working for somebody so I really wanted to have an outlet where I was able to build my own thing mm -hmm. and I call the shots and everything like that. So I just figured I would share my love of fashion and maybe inspire other people in that light. So that's pretty much what led me to create my first video. It was like a lookbook, like a holiday lookbook that I first uploaded, but I wasn't, I was still working a lot as a stylist. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really like go full force on YouTube until... I like my freelancing was slowing down a lot because as a stylist, it's a very like hustling kind of a job as well. Oh, yeah. So you never really know when your next job is. And I didn't work for like two months and that really freaked me out. And I was like, well, I guess it's the perfect time to finally start doing what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So that pretty much was like the push. To jump onto YouTube. Yeah, to jump onto YouTube. And I, my cousin was always like, you've always wanted to do this at the time that 
I was watching a lot of YouTube, like, um, I would say like 10 years ago, honestly, Mm -hmm. I was, there was a lot of beauty girls, but there wasn't a lot of fashion going on. So I was like, I want to do this, but fashion. And she was like, you should just do it and give yourself like three months. She actually gave me like Mm. a timeline just to see like, if I like it, she's like, if you don't like it in three months, like whatever, you go back to like styling or find something else, but at least try it out. So that's pretty much how I like jumped in it. And I ended up falling in love with, you know, creating videos and just that creative outlet. And obviously you didn't give up after three months, <laughs> which is <Exactly>. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so how long was this just for context? So people listening know, how long was this when you first uploaded your first video? So the very first video that like holiday lookbook was in 2015, mm-hmm. but it was just that one video. And I didn't really look back at YouTube until 2016, Mm. which was August, I believe of 2016 was that that's when I like really made up my mind that I'm like, I'm, I want to do this, you know? Yes. So So I I wanted to bring that up because, you know, we're at, well, right now when we're recording, we're March of 2018, but this will probably be uploaded sometime this summer of 2018. But I mean, that's really impressive, like a year and a half you know, a year and a half later, you're at how many subscribers? Uh, I think I'm at 207,000. Yes. So a <laughs> yeah, year and a half, we've got 200,000 subscribers. So we're going to dig deep into that uh, because that's really, really impressive. But I just wanted to create the context so people people know who aren't familiar with you and your channel. But let's yeah. go back. So you uploaded your first video. You took some time. You're like, eh, I don't know. And then you went back and you re- you kind of came back to YouTube. Like what happened there? Yeah. So actually, so August, I was still kind of like sporadically uploading. I wasn't as dedicated until Halloween hit. So I love Halloween. And I was like, yes, I can finally do like, instead of just doing one costume or two costumes for the year, I can do as many as I can. So that's when I like really, really got inspired because I love costumes and just creating and executing like my vision and sharing that with people. So that really, really like got me excited about the video creating with Halloween. (laughs) And how did your Halloween videos do? They were okay. Um, I had a Selena Quintanilla costume Mm -hmm. that I actually redid for YouTube because I got a lot of really great response on my blog because I just did it like, you know, in a blog, like written in picture form. Mm -hmm. So once I did it in video form, that kind of already had a little bit of the traction from the blog because I directed it to the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this Victoria's Secret one did pretty well. And then it wasn't until November, actually, that's when I started gaining more traction on my videos. So what happened then yeah. in November that you, you, know, you started to grow more? Um, I uploaded a video called My Morning Routine. Mm-hmm. And that one just like it, it grew so crazy. Really? <laughs> it really, yeah. I, that one I think is at like a million views, and it was at a million, like it hit five hundred thousand views like super fast. So that's when a lot of my I got a lot of my subscribers because I remember celebrating like a hundred subscribers in November, and then like later that same month I had like thirty thousand subscribers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was like really wow. fast. And I was really just dedicating a lot more time to it in October. So it was pretty fast for me, I will say. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing though. There's a lot of morning routine videos out there. I know. Why do you think <laughs> that yours just kind of blew up? I am still wondering that because really? <laughs> it, yeah, it was such a video that I was like, I feel like I need to have a morning routine because yeah. I did have a few people commenting on my videos already. And they were asking for that. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, like I'll do one. And I mean, I, I really don't know why it did so well. I feel like maybe the thumbnail had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit more like aesthetic than what I saw was going on. So I feel like that it has to be that because there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. And it's, it's yeah. interesting that that was the one that hit for you, right? I thought you were yeah. maybe going to say like a really cool, unique uh, Halloween tutorial or something yeah, like that, but no. like a my morning routine, <laughs> that's just crazy. And so then, uh, sorry. So what happened then? What happened with you then? Once that hit, you said you went from like a hundred to thirty thousand uh, mm-hmm. subscribers. Yeah. So it just motivated me more 
Like I felt, you know, it feels good when other people are responding and watching. It just, mm-hmm. it made me more motivated to keep creating. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was really, really excited and I just kept getting more requests to do different videos. And then I had my own ideas, of course, that I wanted to put out and yeah, it just kind of went from there. Were you consistently uploading at that time when you hit that yeah. viral video? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I was, it was like from those Halloween videos, I, I started uploading very, very frequently mm. from then on. Oh, yeah. That, and so how often was frequently for you? Um, I'm still a little like, I don't have a schedule, but okay. I would say like an average of three a week. Oh, so you were doing that back, back then when you only had like a hundred subscribers. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's big. And cause you said you were still styling at that time or were you just yeah. kind of, okay. I was still styling, but the jobs were now like few and far in mm-hmm. between. So I had a lot of time to dedicate to YouTube because it does take, you know, a while to edit and everything. So what kept you going kind of at the beginning though, when you were doing all those Halloween videos? I mean, I know it was rather quick when you did this morning Mm -hmm. routine, but what kept you going when say you had all this, you know, ideas for Halloween and maybe they didn't really hit, like, why did you keep on doing it at that point? You know what? I think I didn't really have a sense of what was a lot of views, what was Mm -hmm. a lot of subscribers. I was just kind of like doing it, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't really like put that pressure on me not on purpose. It just like, I didn't have that, uh, pressure to begin with. So, uh, I just, I like truly enjoyed it. And I was just like, I want to do this idea and this idea and that idea. So I just kept going. And then my friend actually was like, girl, you have a lot of views. I'm like, really? (laughs) Like, I had no idea that that was a lot of views because I'm so used to watching girls with like millions and millions of views, you know? So I didn't really it didn't occur to me that that was a lot mm-hmm, until I saw the jump in uh, subscribers. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's awesome. So that yeah. must have been really, really exciting. So then did you shift or do anything differently at that point when that viral video hit and then you kind of grew 30,000 subscribers overnight? Not really. Well, you know what was different was I kept getting a lot of beauty requests because initially I did want to do more fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that... um just since I saw that there was a lot of eyes on me, I knew that I had to start putting out more and more content so that mm. I can keep my subscribers yeah. and, you know, continue that traction. So the easiest thing for me was to just do beauty. So I started doing a lot of beauties and I just kind of turned into a beauty channel. So mm-hmm. everything was just very organic, I feel. And I just kind of went with the flow. Gotcha. And I think what you mentioned is really important, kind of what we talked about before. And one of the things that I always talk about with um, my students in the boot camp, I have a Beauty in the Vlog boot camp where we, it's basically like a YouTube intensive crash course. It's, you know, how to like handle a viral video. Because one of my guests on the podcast, her name is Kimberly, and she's also in, mm-hmm. in my boot camp. She always says, you know, you're one video away from a viral video. And I think that's so true. But what happens is like how you follow up that viral video. Right. And also like how you've been set up for that viral video. Like for you, it sounds like you have, you know, you had a consistent schedule so that when people saw your channel, you know, after checking out your viral video and they're like, oh, who right. is this girl? You had a bunch of content out there. And, yeah. you know, you said you were spending a good amount of time with it. So you really liked the videos. And then from there, you continue to do those videos and you continue to churn out content so that you were able to build upon that base that you got as a result of that viral video. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was that part was definitely strategic. I didn't want to like mess that opportunity up because I don't think it happens to very many people, you know, so fast. So I was like, Oh, my gosh, I need to do like beauty or something, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And I truly, I truly enjoy beauty. So it was like just a natural progression, you know, like I always wanted to talk about products as well. So it was perfect. Yeah. And I think that's, it's great. Like you said, like you had like a love for it. Like you didn't even care or know that you were getting subscribers or followers. You just like, I genuinely love that. And Mm -hmm. that's like, people just sense that people understand and they sense that and they like watching that. Yeah, I totally agree. And so, okay, then take us, you know, even further along your journey. So then you had this viral video, you continue to upload, you switched a little bit to beauty. So then how Mm -hmm. did you go from say 30,000 to 200,000 subscribers? Yeah. So then I had another video do really well. (laughs) 
Yeah, I did this video that was no heat, like how to get your hair straight with no heat. My mm. mom, it, this is something that I learned from my mom and I've been doing since I was, a, you know, a young girl. Mm-hmm. And I, she was just like, I think it'll be a, like a really cool video. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'll just do it again. Not really expecting anything, you know? Yeah. And I uploaded the video. It didn't do too well at first, to be honest. And then two months later, I think maybe YouTube started suggesting it or I came up and recommended. I don't know, but it hit like a million. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And now that one is at 2 million views. So I had mm. two pretty big videos and definitely that's how my subscribers grew. That's just so crazy how you said that two months later yeah. is when it hit. Yeah. And it's just like you, and it wasn't like, you don't even know really why. I have no idea why. Yeah. Oh my I was like, gosh. why all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, I did this video so long ago, you know, or it felt like because I've already done a whole bunch of uh, Yeah. yeah. Since. That's so, so crazy. Yeah. But I feel like that one was definitely unique because there was, I didn't even know what to title it, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to title this video. There's like not really anything that I can compare it to. Um, and it's kind of like a Spanish, my mom's from Panama. So it was like a Spanish name. I'm like, I don't really know what to name this. So that one, I do feel like I kind of understand why it grew because it was a unique unique. video. What what did you end up titling it? Um, I ended up titling it, uh, no heat, like straight hair with no heat. And then in parentheses, I put booby tutorial just in case there was any Panamanian girls out there Mm, that that understood. Yeah. (laughs) Did, did you find that those people found you? Yes, I have Mm. so many Panamanians on that video. Like, I'm from Panama too. Yes, like we do this all the time. Mm. And it's so awesome to see that people from all over the world actually do this same method. They just call it different things. So it actually wasn't a unique video I thought it was, but (laughs) it was like, you know, I mean, a video, yes, there wasn't really any content of it, but a lot of people knew about this method. It wasn't anything new. Yeah. Yeah. But but you presented it probably, like you said, it probably won a ton of videos on it. Right. That's awesome. That's so cool. All right. So I, you kind of mentioned this too, is that, you know, you first started off as fashion, but then you went into beauty. People requested it and you said it was a little bit easier. You know, I always feel like too with fashion, and I talked to a lot of fashion influencers mm-hmm. and I work with fashion people too in my boot camp. Fashion can be a little bit of a tough, a tough niche to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Well, for me, I think it's really hard to shoot. First of all, mm-hmm. you, I feel like you definitely need somebody to help shoot the outfits just so, you know, you get like a good overall perspective of it and you can make it really vibey and cool. Um, and I feel like it's a little bit hard. I don't know if it's just me, but I personally think that, you know, you have personal style. So I don't know about like watching other people, um, you know, like, I don't know how like relevant it would be to me. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's cool that you got that thing, but I like can't get it myself. Or I don't know. It's just a little bit trickier, I think, than beauty. Cause like when you're looking for like a lipstick, you know, like, yes, I want that exact shade, but with fashion, I feel like, I don't know, it's a little bit trickier. So my, the way that I go about fashion is more, I don't want you guys to copy me and what I'm buying. Like, I want to show you guys how to develop your own personal style. So that's how I kind of go about it. Gotcha. And so, yeah, I would say I noticed that you 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 do fashion videos still. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I was going to ask about. So, yeah. you know, you continue to do them. So then what advice would you give to, say, somebody listening who has a fashion channel or who maybe wants to start a fashion channel? I think people really like to learn. So if you can teach them maybe like how to style jeans instead of, like just doing a haul. I know hauls are pretty popular, but what I've noticed is that people really, really love to learn. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to like get some kind of value out of it. Mm. I think if it's a haul, it should be super entertaining. Like your personality has to really like shine. But yeah, yeah, I just think that that's kind of the best way I think to go about it is what I've noticed people really love. Like another fashion video that did really well for me was... um, the 10 closet essentials Mm. and people are like, Oh my God, I want to like learn more about this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like those kind of videos, like how to's and styling kind of videos do a little bit better. Versus like, whereas like in beauty, it is very product based. 
Yeah. Granted, there's tutorials and stuff, but it is very product-based with beauty. And what you're saying is with fashion is less about like the items, but more about like how to style things. Right. Right. Yeah. And with fashion, there's like so many, like, you know, how many SKUs or how many different items of Forever 21 come out with and H&M come out with, right? It's hard to keep track of all that. It's hard. And then they, things sell out. So even if you present, yeah. yeah, Even if you present like, oh yeah, I got this top from Zara, then you can't find it on the website. I just feel like, I don't know, it like loses its value. Like you can definitely find similar products, of course, but I don't know. I would just rather have people learn how to develop their own style than Mm -hmm. just like copy what I have, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. So what was for you, and I think we already talked about this, but you know, what was your tipping point to your channel that got you to, you know, where you're at today? My tipping point? What do you mean? Sorry. Like the one thing that happened that Mm -hmm. catapulted your channel to say that next level. I would say the, those videos that went viral for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, that's usually how they end up having success on YouTube is that for some reason, a certain video that they have ended up going viral Mm -hmm. and that's how they're able to build the audience. And then they were strategic with how they followed it up. And then it just kind of grew from there. So I think that's very cool. And for you, it happened in a short amount of time. Yeah, it did. I'm so, so grateful because, yeah, I know that people are, you know, years and years and years on YouTube and they're like, I don't know how to get a viral video or, you know, it's it's tough. It's, it's very like, no one can really pinpoint it. I mean, yeah. you can definitely market yourself beautiful thumbnails, like creative titles, but I don't know. It's just some kind of magic in the YouTube world that it just like one video will do really well. Yeah, you can't really like create a viral video. Like, oh, no. I'm going to create a viral video. I mean, you could do things like like you can kind of do a video that's trending, pick topics that are like very highly search volume. You can yeah. do things that, that help you get more views. But essentially, it is difficult to just create a viral video. That's why it's like, okay, you need to create valuable content and create quality content. And then the yeah. hopes is that, you know, one of those videos will pop. And then once that audience you get in front of that audience and they see the rest of your channel, the hope is that they then subscribe and tune in again. So what is a one thing that you really struggled with when it's come to your YouTube channel? Um, I would say trying to maintain a schedule. Like I, I really wish I already had videos on deck that way, you know, a week doesn't go by without a video up that kind of thing. It's yeah. more like scheduling my time. And then, you know, I'm trying to network as well, going to events and stuff like that. I just really want to make my YouTube channel the focus and then uh, just, you know, like make sure that I have that content out before I'm like going out to events and doing that kind of thing. So that's been kind of the most challenging, I would say for me. So how, it's just balancing time. <laughs> balancing it. So how do yeah. you, so how do you balance the time? So now I've been like trying to write on a calendar, Mm -hmm. like this video I'm editing today, this is going to upload this day. And then just seeing everything on a calendar makes it a little bit easier for me as far as like, okay, you know, you're going to be out of town this day. So you have to like crunch, you know, maybe edit two videos today, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Being organized really, really helps. Mm -hmm. And you said that you upload three times a week. I try. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel good if I'm, if I have two, but three is always the goal. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And so for you, you are doing the styling. I'm assuming you don't do that anymore and you're just doing YouTube. Yeah. I'll take a job here and there with styling, but yeah, mainly YouTube is my, my main jam. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. So next is the best tips section. Mm-hmm. And this uh, part is where I ask you know, for your best, best tips and then you just respond with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So what is your best tip for starting a channel? I would say to just do it, like literally create it. There's, you know, you don't feel like, 
oh my gosh, this person's going to watch it or don't like focus on all of that. Just see if you even like creating the videos. You know, a lot of people say like, I want to be a blogger. I want to be a YouTuber, Mm -hmm. but you have to like really do it and see if you like it. When I say like my cousin said, give yourself three months. I don't mean like give yourself three months and then to see if you blow up. I mean, like give yourself three months to see if you like doing the work that, you know, YouTubing entails. Totally. I think that's, I think that's really good because yeah, a lot of people in their head, they'll like make it like a big thing. They'll be like, Oh my Mm -hmm. God, I want to start a YouTube channel. Oh my God, I want to start a YouTube channel. And they're thinking about it for like two years. Right. Yeah. And and they finally do it. And then they're like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to do this. And you're like, okay, not only did you just waste like the couple months it took you to figure it out, but you wasted the last two years of like just mental space thinking you wanted yeah. to do this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, not, and not only that, they also, and I'm like one of these people. So uh, you also like spend money. Like I need to get the perfect camera. I need mm-hmm. to get the lighting. I need to, you know, you go out and spend all this money thinking you need these things. And then it sucks if you find out that you don't like it, you know? Yeah. And sometimes people feel that they're, they're already invested into it. So then they yeah. have to do it. And then it feels like a right. job. Exactly. And you don't want to do that. Not start like you don't ever want to do that, but especially not just starting out. Like no. it should be very fun. and It really yeah. should. I mean, it should, you should have some kind of purpose, like, mm-hmm. like, like something like, okay, I want to help people or show people and all that. Yeah. And, uh, you need to have that purpose because it can't just be about just beauty or just, right. You know, just fashion. Uh, but some value. Yes, yeah. there has to be some value, but at the same time, you know, for most people, they're starting off. This isn't your job. This is like Technically, it's like a hobby. A hobby, mm-hmm. totally. And if it's like a hobby that you dread doing, then it's like, okay, that's not the right thing. Yeah. And sometimes, like you said, just just do it. Just kind of do it. You know, right mm-hmm. now, you know, iPhones are so good. Some people yeah. you know, will just film on their iPhone. Is it the best? No, but at least it kind of gets you in the game and figuring out, okay, is this what I really want to do? Yeah. Definitely. I, lo- I love the beginning too because you can really mess around and like practice because you don't really have a lot of eyes on you, right? So it doesn't matter if you mess up. I mean, you're going to mess up. Every first video is super cringy. Like mm-hmm. I look back at stuff even from three months ago and I'm like, oh, that is so cringe. But, you know, you just keep progressing and keep going. So and improving. just do it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just do it. Uh, what is your best tip for what not to do on YouTube? What not to do? Hmm. I would say to not just take brand deals just because of the money, like I would never do anything for the money. The money Mm -hmm. should not be the purpose of why you're getting into YouTube or products shouldn't be the reason why you're getting into YouTube. Um, I would say, say no to a lot of things or be very like strategic with what you say yes to, Mm -hmm. because down the line, it could cost you, you know, a, a brand deal with a company that you really love. But if you're saying yes to all these things, like it just doesn't look good. And you're not going to have that trust from your audience either because you're just saying yes to everything. So I would say to not say, you know, not take too much stuff that you're really, really not 100% for. Definitely. And so for you, like, how do you make the decision on what you're going to say, what brands you're going to partner with or what type of brand deals you're going to do? Yeah. So I, when I get an email, like if somebody wants to work with me, I take a look at the product. Usually it's honestly, I've been really, really lucky. Everything has been stuff that I've already been such a fan of. So it's been really easy. But yeah, there definitely comes a lot of deals that I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. Like, it's not really (laughs) what I'm into or what I'm about. So Mm -hmm. you, you, I mean, you know what products you use, what products you love, what makes sense for you. So yeah. Without like really selling out. And for you, yeah. is most of your income from brand deals or from the AdSense? I'm assuming yeah. you're supporting yourself fully with your YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. The AdSense, I definitely love just as like, a you know, they got my bills kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to actually make a living, the brand deals are important and the affiliates. Oh, yeah. Do you do a lot of affiliates? I have one with Glossier. So I'm a Glossier mm-hmm. rep. And yeah, so that one and then just the brand deals as well. Yeah, I've heard like good things about the Glossier that that one can actually be a pretty, like a pretty lucrative like partnership if you can get it. Yeah, what's really great about them, they actually reached out to me 
the very start of my YouTube channel. I don't even know if they knew I had it. Maybe they did, Mm -hmm. but they just picked um, girls or people, I should say. They just picked people that were fans of the brand. So Mm -hmm. I've been loving them for years. And that's, again, like what I mean. It was very organic and you know what you like. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a really nice uh, brand dealer affiliate, I should say. Yeah. How long have you been working with them? Uh, December of 2016. Oh, so for a little bit of time. So yeah. that was like right when you're, is that, no, was that right, when right. You, after you yeah. had that viral video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they found you through YouTube or just I'm Instagram? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I would, I would say maybe Instagram. I'm really not too sure, but um, because I always would tag them in so many things like mm. that I was buying, you know, through the, <laughs> through the months. That's the thing. Like you yourself were buying the products. You were like a yeah. genuine like fan of the products. Fan. So then they oh, yeah. saw you and they probably was like, oh, wow. Looked like she's like really going places. Let's like connect with her. And that was a good partnership for them too. Cause then you blew up after that. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. From a business standpoint, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. What is your best tip for growing a channel? Um, I would say, I mean, to just really know your audience, like go for, if you're already getting comments on certain videos, like look at your most popular videos and just continue to do those kind of videos. Like mm-hmm. just continue to re- create content. Like say, for instance, like my morning routine one did really well. I continued to do skincare and beauty for months. And then as my channel grew, that was, you know, that's what my audience wanted to see. So you're just going to continue to attract the people that want to see that kind of content. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can grow. And then also just staying really authentic to you, because I truly believe that my audience, when I read their comments, I'm like, you are just like me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, like attracts like. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, I don't know, whatever you like, they're going to like because they're like you kind of thing. Yeah, it's like you found like your tribe of people yeah. that connected with you, your message, what you have to say. And uh, and then you have this like nice little community of like a cool, like supportive group of people that just yeah. like love your content. And you're like, oh, I could be besties with you. <laughs> totally, totally. So I feel like it's really important to stay true to yourself because especially through video, people can sniff that out. So mm-hmm. I feel like, and you'll just be happier. Like if you're creating content that you love and you're feeling really proud about, then, you know, you're going to be happy overall. And what is your best tip to get noticed on YouTube? I would say thumbnails are super important. Mm. Yeah, thumbnails for sure. So what do you do with your thumbnails? I just try to make them a little bit more editorial kind of because that's the kind of girls that you know are liking my stuff Mm -hmm. so you just kind of I try to make it more vibey I guess you can say and just set yourself apart from like what I do honestly is I'll look up whatever title I'm doing if I'm doing like a glowy makeup look I'll look up glowy makeup look see what kind of content is out there and how mine can stand out from all of that when people are searching yeah you know I think that's a really good tip because I think like (laughs) with a lot of makeup like people will be like oh I just want to do like a like a sexy smoky eye or bronze smoky Mm -hmm. eye or turquoise eyes for summer and I think if you have an idea like that you're like okay do your research go into YouTube Mm -hmm. see what else is out there and how could you differentiate yourself then like what's there like what would your specific niche and audience really want to see from you related to that topic specifically I yeah. think that's great. So, uh, yeah. What do you use to edit your thumbnails? I use Canva. It's free. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. If you're not good at Photoshop, which I'm not, yeah. <laughs> they just make everything really, really stylized and beautiful. And you mm-hmm. can even upload your own fonts if you want to pay for a little membership. So I just recently got the membership one so you can upload your own fonts. So you can really make it your branding, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. yeah, I love Canva too. Uh, what is your best equipment tip? Um, I would say the first thing, if you're going to invest in anything would be a camera. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy, but I think video quality is, has just upped, you know, in the YouTube world. So 
I would say that over lighting, over backdrops, over anything, I honestly, to this day, I still use all the free stuff, natural light, Mm -hmm. um, iMovie. Oh, really? You just use iMovie? Yeah, I love it. And you can just look on YouTube if you want to have certain uh, features. And there's so many hacks on YouTube for iMovie. So I still use it. I'm so lazy to learn Final Cut or any other program because I'm just trying to, you know, get my videos out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's great. If it works for you, why not? Yeah. Yeah. What camera do you use? I use a Canon T6i to shoot my videos. And then for the vlog, I use the Canon G7X. Okay. I know like so yeah. many people use that for vlogging. I know. Cameras. That's like such the standard yeah. like vlogger camera. Yeah. But it's great. It's really easy to use. It has the flip out screen. I would say definitely get a camera with the flip out screen. That's so helpful. For vlogging. Yeah. Yeah. And even for like doing your videos, I'll sometimes use it for like as my mirror, you mm. know, when I'm doing makeup looks mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just nice to see if you're in frame and if it's still recording, all of that. Definitely. So, yeah. All right, so we have the beauty bonus round. And same thing, I ask this question to everybody that's come on the show. And so the first question is, what are your three, this is a fun question, what are your three holy grail beauty items that you can't live without? And and specific products. Specific products, ooh. I like by brand and everything. Mm-hmm. This is so hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Glossier Boy Brow in clear. Everyone That's loves like that one. Have. I've heard so oh, many people. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so, so good. I like have to use it even with no makeup on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say maybe the sugar lip balm. They're just really natural and pretty. Like I love a flush of color on my lips, mm. but I like it to feel like chapstick. So those are amazing. And I would say maybe the RMS No, uh, what is it called? Uncover Up Concealer. Okay. That one's amazing. Yeah. You can use it as like, you know, a brightening or I sometimes just use it as foundation, just kind of like spot conceal everything. And it looks really good. Like you look like no makeup, makeup, but still fresh faced and like ready (laughs) to go. (laughs) Yeah. I love those. Awesome. Um, okay. So like we kind of talked about this, uh, what do you use to edit your camera, your sound, your lighting? Mm-hmm. So you said iMovie, you told me your cameras, uh, and what about sound and lighting? Lighting is mainly natural light. If I do decide to shoot when it's dark, I have a ring light that I got off Amazon. I think it's like a newer brand mm-hmm. one. And then uh, for audio, I don't have, I use a mic when I do voiceovers. That's the Yeti. I don't know what it's called exactly. Some Yeti microphone. Blue Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah. 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 That one. That's what I'm talking into right now. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't use a, I don't use a mic when I'm doing video. You just like use the one to that's, the camera. Yeah. You just use yeah. the one that's in the camera. Yeah. I'm so scared to use a microphone. I hear so many stories like, oh my gosh, my mic wasn't on. Mm. <laughs> so I just like void that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you not do again if you were to start your YouTube channel right now? Jeez. Mm. Like a certain video or? Anything. Like anything. Mm. That's so tough. I have literally no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not post so much like travel stuff, I guess, like keep it more niche. Were you doing vlogs? I was doing vlogs and I was doing a lot of travel ones. And those Mm. videos take so much time. Like I don't regret it because they're for me kind of like I was Mm -hmm. making them more for me, Mm -hmm. but maybe I should have just kept those private. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like I spent a lot of time with them and they're just, I feel like it kind of confuses my channel a little bit, but you didn't get the views that you, you wanted. I mean, yeah, they don't really do well either, Yeah, but yeah, I feel like overall too, it just kind of confuses my, my, my overall page. 
So yeah, I that. feel like travel vlogs are tough. I, I feel like yeah, I, I know a lot. I work with a lot of people in my boot camp. They'll have travel vlogs, and I was like, ah, you know, they just don't do that well because people aren't really searching for them. So they're right. like so much work. I'm like, yeah, if you're doing it to share with your friends and family, like great. But if you're doing it as a way, as like a strategy to build your YouTube, that I wouldn't like hang my hat on that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, what Especially you, if you yeah. have another, like, you know, that's niche. not your niche. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, then, I, then you, like you said, it confuses people. And some people like mm-hmm. to see it, but then other people are like, okay, I'm over it. Like, yeah. get, get back to, like, giving me value or, you know, because, I mean, it's yeah. it's different than, like, a travel channel that's saying, okay, here are the top three restaurants that you need to visit when you're in Athens, right. Greece, you know, versus, yeah. like, oh, it's just kind of like a vlog type of a thing, so. Yeah. I tried to get more specific, like, I did a makeup one when I was, like, shopping in Bangkok, like, mm. beauty shopping in Bangkok. So those ones, and those ones did well. So like, mm. I know exactly what my audience is looking for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your why or purpose you know, behind your YouTube channel? I really want to make people feel like good about themselves. Like I always have to have the best energy when I make my videos because I love hearing those messages. Like I love coming to your videos when I'm feeling down, like you make me feel so good. And also just embracing natural beauty. Like it doesn't have to be like super, you don't have to be super skilled to, you know, get like a really great look. Mm -hmm. So that's what my beauty videos are all about. Like very glowy, natural, like you don't have to cake on makeup. I mean, if that's your thing, like more power to you, but you know, Mm -hmm. you don't feel like you have to. Because honestly, when I first started doing my beauty videos, I was like, oh my God, I need to put like so much concealer. Like this is what people do in beauty, you know, Mm -hmm. but then as soon as I stopped doing those kind of looks, that's when people started liking my videos more as well. So mm-hmm. I just feel like that's my purpose is to just make people feel good, whether it be through discovering their personal style and they feel more confident in what they're wearing because clothes have so much to do with how you feel yes. as like, you know, shallow and frivolous as like people may think it is. But you put on a lab coat and you automatically feel like a genius is like always my thing that yeah. I say because That's so it's true. so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, clothes can really help accentuate how you're feeling on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And makeup can too. And like if, you know, just enhancing your natural beauty, not concealing it or trying to contour your nose to be a, another way. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not, that's not what I'm about. And I hope other people can embrace that. Uh, what would you say is your avatar or basically like your viewer, like your ideal viewer, the viewer that you're basically making content for? I would say like a younger millennial or even a little younger than that. Oh. Um, just, I don't know. That's so hard to, to define. I always I always envision somebody like me, but like younger than me. Like I want to be the big sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just trying to figure it all out. Like trying to figure out who they are and trying to be like, just be happy basically. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Like a younger millennial who wants to be, who wants to figure figure things out and and be happy in life? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Experiment with fashion. Experiment with makeup. Beauty junkie like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Uh, who would be your dream collaboration? Hmm. Like brand wise, um, or yeah, with brand someone, like or a like a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, brand wise, probably like Yves Saint Laurent, like mm. beauty. Yeah. Um, and I really like Kathleen Lights. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe her, maybe a collab with her would be cool. Yeah, she's awesome. What about the smartest decision that you've made in your YouTube career? I think just creating stuff that I would want to watch that's been the best thing that's worked for me mm-hmm. it's just yeah creating things that I would want to watch that I always kind of go about it as like 
is this going to help someone? You know, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. like my question always. Like if it's just the video of me, like putting on makeup or something, then it has to be like, my energy has to be there. So that it has some kind of purpose, Mm -hmm. not just me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, I, I try to go about it. Like this channel isn't about me as much as it, as it is my content, my video, it's my life. It's not really about me. I try to make it more about who's watching. So mm-hmm. it's for yeah. that that avatar, that younger yeah. millennial looking to make their life happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite video or the video that you've done that you're most proud of? I would say that the one, the no heat. With, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just because it was something from my mom. I don't know. It was just super special to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool too that like you got this idea from your mom. There's something that she taught to you when you were young and you brought it to YouTube and that's the video that went viral. Like that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. How did your mom feel about that? She I tell her how many people have seen it. She's like, What? (laughs) That is so crazy. (laughs) She's like so mind blown from all of this. Like it's all so new. Yeah. So was she expecting you to have this career as like a YouTuber influencer? No, not at all. She always kind of, I mean, they've always been supportive. Both Mm -hmm. my parents have always been super supportive of like anything that I do. Um, she, but yeah, she was like, okay, this is like a hobby, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're like, not anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like kind of killing it now. I don't know. It just happened all so fast. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, what is your favorite opportunity that you received as a result of YouTube? I just recently did a shoot with Estee Lauder and mm. it's just like one of those iconic brands, you know, like I never, ever thought I would be able to be a model, like basically I'm a model on this shoot, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm so used to being behind the camera. Like I've done so many cool projects as a stylist but then to have like my own wardrobe stylist and my own makeup artist my own hairstylist like it was very surreal to be in that position so I would say maybe that one just because it was kind of like the first really big big thing that I've done that's awesome how did you get that opportunity that was through Instagram actually so I'm with this network at Click Media have you mm-hmm. heard of Click Media mm-hmm. yeah yeah through them so that was that was awesome. Oh, that's so cool. So what are you what are you doing with the brand? I uh, I'm basically a shade. So they have 40 shades from their double wear foundation mm. and I'm the, the ivory shades. bait. Yeah, one of the shades. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. How exciting. And that's such a big brand, too. Yeah. That's really awesome. Well, congrats to that. Thank you. (laughs) And what is your superpower? Like, what do you have that comes natural to you that you don't really have to work hard at that has contributed to your success? Like, everybody has a superpower. What would you say is yours? I can just, like, keep working. Like, I'm Mm. such a workaholic. Oh, really? I will, yeah. Like, I can just continue to, like, edit through the night, wake up early, and then just like keep, keep working because I don't want to be outworked, you know, I yeah. want to like keep going and just, yeah, I would say definitely that. Like how I many, do not sleep. <laughs> how many hours a day do you work on your, your channel? Oh my gosh. Like if I'm not editing or I'm not, you know, actually recording mm-hmm. anything and constantly replying to people or working on Instagram, there's just never really a moment that I'm not thinking about it Mm -hmm. unless I like dedicate a time like, okay, you're going to disconnect for a bit. Yeah. I have to like literally dedicate time to that or else I'm constantly working. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like it's like, in a way, it's a labor of love. Like you love doing this. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, it's a lot of hard work. Right. And I'm like, I don't really like to call it hard work because it's really not hard to me. Mm -hmm. Like it's not hard because I love it so much, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of work, I guess you can say. Yeah. It's more a lot of work than hard work to me. Yeah. Having a a YouTube channel really is no joke. Like it's a, it's a lot of work. I mean, you're, you have a lot of different hats, you know, and there's a lot of different elements that have to come together for that video, you know, that you upload. Like Mm -hmm. there's just so many aspects of it. Yeah. Like you said, you wear so many hats. You're like, the producer, the director, the talent, the makeup artist, mm-hmm. the hairstyle, like you're everything basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's yeah. crazy. And then post-production as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> and promotions and marketing. Yeah, yes. It just never stops. It never and then ends. Once you're done with that video, then it's the next video. Yeah, so I know, right? Especially if you're doing it every week. It is. Yeah. And last question, why do you think people follow you and watch your videos? I always hear that I'm very charismatic. Mm-hmm. So I, I would like to say it's my personality and maybe that I'm a little bit different from the content that's out there as far as beauty and fashion. So yeah, I think maybe that I have a different perspective. I think, especially I think in fashion, what do you think? My videos are a little bit different. I think it's because I do come from more of an educational standpoint. Mm -hmm. Like I try to, you know, say like, this trend is happening because of X and Y. Mm. And then I present it to them, like how you can style it. So Mm -hmm. I feel like people really like that. Yeah, definitely. And I I mean, it comes from your styling background. Yeah. And like college as well. So did you study fashion? Yeah, I studied fashion merchandising Mm. in college. Mm. And I think it's also because I do have that styling experience where it's not just me dressing for my body. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of know different body types as well so I can like put that into my videos Mm. so I think people are really enjoying the fashion videos which makes me super excited because that was always kind of like my first goal and Mm. then beauty just kind of came about but also from the beauty standpoint I think it's very different because I'm not doing anything super skilled so that I feel like people can actually like create the replicate look that I'm it doing. yeah, yeah. I don't know I feel like people really love like the natural everyday kind of looks mm-hmm. so. yeah it's hard to do like highlight and contour and put false eyelashes uh, you know on the daily show <laughs> yeah yeah and it's so funny because that's what it was so I was so nervous I'm like oh my gosh I need to learn how to like apply lashes this yeah. and that and nobody like cared everyone's like no we love this like really fresh face kind of look so I'm like great that works <laughs> and that goes like to the point of being true to yourself because yeah, if that's how you totally. are like you will never be able to compete with the girls doing highlighting contouring and lashes right totally. so why that's not your thing so why even do that yeah that's why I'm mm-hmm. so glad I never did that in the beginning mm-hmm. like I think there was one video it's like the Victoria's Secret one and I'm putting so much concealer on. I think that was the first time I've ever put on concealer. Oh my God. And I'm just like, oh when my am gosh, I doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And th- those are the videos that I'm like most cringe. Those are like mm-hmm. the most cringeworthy videos was when I was not being myself. Yeah. You know? So true. That's such a good lesson. Yeah. All right, Amy. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's just been a delight getting to know you and hearing your story. And why don't you tell everybody who's listening where they can find you if they're not familiar with you already? They can find me at youtube.com slash Amy Serrano X and on Instagram at Amy Serrano. Just my name. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. That is our interview. And if you enjoy this, please give the podcast a review. It helps so, so much. I will see you next week. Mwah.